Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. It is the night before Thanksgiving. I sound like I'm reading the night before Christmas, I know. <laughs> it's the night before Thanksgiving and, and everybody's cooking, I would think. Unless you're me and I'm just bringing desserts, so my stuff's already fixed. I'm going to a dear friend's house tomorrow. But big news down here in Sweet Home, Alabama. Our son Jonathan flew in from L.A. yesterday afternoon and he proposed to his longtime girlfriend Mallory last night. And she said yes. So big, big uh, happenings here. Everybody's all excited. She's in vet school and she's got a couple more years, so there won't be a wedding for a couple of years. But they've, she's got a ring and I probably asked her 20 times today, Mal, show me your, you know, and I'll just hold my hand up and she'll show me her ring. So she's thrilled and we're all thrilled for her. I, I, my husband and I were saying, I don't, we don't remember when we've seen Mallory this happy. So it was a good thing. And he was very creative. He took her to a tunnel downtown after dinner that, is this hundred-year-old bridge with a tunnel under it that's all lit with all these different colored lights. And, and a real dear friend of his is in town from New York City, from Manhattan. And so he took her in this tunnel, and, and his friend Julia then popped out when he was down on one knee, popped out behind one of the pillars and started snapping pictures. So he, he was very creative. His, his mama was proud of him. So anyways, uh, we are, uh, my intention, let me see where I am. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And I got myself all flustered there talking about my baby being engaged. And we've got several people that have joined us this evening. We're doing this show on Wednesday night this week instead of Thursday night simply because of Thanksgiving being tomorrow here in America. So for those of you that are listening abroad, it's Thanksgiving's a it's a pretty big deal. It's a big holiday over here, and um, so we decided to do it tonight. So I believe our first caller is Allie. Hi, Miss Allie. Hello. How, How are, are you, you, girl? I'm well. I'm How are you? Good. 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 Are you cooking? Um. Yes. I. Well, I just finished making some Buckeyes. For oh. Um, Explain yes. what Buckeyes are to everybody. <laughs> They're amazing um, peanut butter and chocolate balls of deliciousness um, <laughs> for, our, for our Buckeyes. And we're playing that team up north on Saturday, so we're starting the celebration early. <laughs> okay, well, now most people won't know what you're talking about, so <laughs> you have to be more specific here. Um, I know what yes. you're talking about. Yeah, uh, football, football, and um, we're going to – Going to play the team up north of Michigan, which I dare 
say it. And, but, and um, she's talking about Ohio State, the Ohio State Ohio Buckeyes. State, yes. And, um, and Buckeye candies are killer. I mean, they're just so good. And yeah. are they hard to make, though? I've never made them. I've only bought no, them. No, they take 10 minutes to make. It's just the oh. dipping them in chocolate thing that takes forever. But it's just, yeah, yeah just peanut butter and um, sugar. <laughs> oh, well, there and butter. you go. Yep, <laughs> there you delicious. go. Yeah. Well, good. So yeah. please tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, from Columbus, Ohio. All right. Home of the Buckeyes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And do you have a question for me? I do. Um, I, um, okay, so I guess I, we were talked earlier on most of the things, but I did want to call because we, um, my niece ha- woke up in the middle of the night yesterday, um, like screaming and pointing, as did my daughter in the same time frame. <laughs> So we already went over Lucy, but I didn't know what Penelope, my niece, was looking at. And they also have lights that turn on every single morning that she comes down to. Like, her lights are always on. She turns them off every night. So um, so your niece has lights in her bedroom that she turns off and they're on well, when she wakes up? Well, they're in just in their house. So um, Okay. And they're like, not yeah. on a timer. No, they're not. They My sister-in-law comes out, so she's like, that light was on again. And huh. Penelope wakes up in the middle of the night and like <laughs> talks about yeah. things and yeah. Um, but the are light is a, always on. Are they in an old house or a new house or what kind and of? It's like a house. I think it was built in like the seventies or eighties. So not that but, old. Um, no, not very old. But it happened at the other house too. Like she's just. I think that there's. I don't know if it's my dad. I guess that's my thing. Is I don't know if my dad's playing tricks on him or her grandma or something. So okay. Um. I figured we would just connect with maybe Penelope first and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do, Allie, and for those of you who are first time listeners, I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit and spirits who are in the non-physical form are vibrating much faster than we are in our human bodies. We're all spirits in a human body having a human experience. And we vibrate more slowly simply because we're in a human body and the body has mass. I was telling somebody the other day on a private consult, I said, it would be like taking a bunch of energy and putting it in a bowl of jello. <laughs> if it's vibrating really fast and then you mm-hmm. put it in jello, it's going to slow it down just because the jello is going to have some mass to it. And uh, they got that visual. So what I'm going to do, Allie, is I'm going to connect to you. I'm going to close my eyes. I'll see a laser beam go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to head north, connect in with you in Columbus, Ohio, and I'm going to go from you to Penelope. All right. And then what I'm going to do is I'm not going to scan her. How old is she? She's three. Oh, really little. She just turned three. (laughs) I'm not going to scan her, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if there are some spirits that are around her. And I'm going to scan her. I'll scan her house and see what's going on with that. So uh, everybody, I've learned how to do all of this stuff. Anybody can do it. You just got to learn how to do it. And I uh, turn it on and off at will. I don't walk around scanning people because it's none of my business. And it's unethical, I think, to scan people without their permission. And frankly, I don't really want to know what's going on with everybody. <laughs> that would be a little overwhelming. But, um, so, so that's what we're going to do. And let's see what Miss Penelope has to say for herself or, 
or what's around her. Okay, laser beam coming to you. Allie got you. Got Penelope. Okay, yeah, she got a bunch of people around her. A bunch, a bunch. Um, okay, let's decide. Yes, your dad is there. So that would be her granddad. Yeah. Is there with her. And there are lots of other people. Um, other yeah, family she- members. Yeah. Go ahead. She doesn't sleep. Like, that's the one thing that I've noted that's very odd to me is that the kid doesn't sleep, and she woke up talking about the people. <laughs> the children yeah. are not yeah. here anymore. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a lot of people. There are a lot of um, deceased relatives. Her great-grandmother's there. Her great-grandfather's there. Your grandmother, your grandfather. Uh, on your dad's side, so your dad's parents are there with her. Two other sets of great-grandparents, so her great-great, my husband would say double-great. <laughs> her oh, yeah. double-great-grandparents are there. When Jonathan was little, he used to tell him stories, bedtime stories, and he'd talk about being a dinosaur jockey and his double-great, triple-great grandfather were, they were all dinosaur jockeys too. Oh, <laughs> he'd gosh, make up all so this cute. stuff. It was Aww. priceless. I wish I would have recorded them. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, okay, so they're there. There are a bunch of kids there, a bunch of kids. They're all kind of hanging out in her bedroom. They're going out uh, into the hallway from her bedroom, but there's a bunch of them in her bedroom. And the reason I think that spirits oftentimes congregate around little people, Allie, is mm-hmm. because when we're born, our spirits – remember stuff from past lives and from being in non-physical. And what I've read and experienced is by around the age of seven is when little kids, their shields are starting to get in place. And so they don't see imaginary friends or spirits or energy or stuff like that as much as, as the really little ones do. It's almost like they have the capability of, being in the physical reality and still some capabilities of being in the non-physical at the same time. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Okay. So when children, especially little children talk about having an imaginary friend, they really do. And they really can see them just because the adults can't see them. Doesn't mean it's not there. Chances are, you know, close to a hundred percent. They really are seeing seeing people in there. So let me see. She, the reason she's not sleeping is because there's so much stuff going on in her room that she can yeah. perceive. And it, and it's just, it's like a party. I mean, she, yeah, just, well, she sleeps with my brother and my sister-in-law like 99% of the time anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. but she still wakes up in the middle of the night screaming like, okay. So she's screaming even when she's sleeping with them. Uh-huh. Huh. Like right, she well, does it like once a night, twice a night, she'll just wake up and then she'll go back to sleep. But it takes like, she's like mad. Like it's weird. Huh? So the doctors would call those night terrors. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know that there's anything terrifying about it, but right. she's yeah, no, mad. She's not, yeah, she's, she's, she's not scared. She's, she's mad because she's awake. Oh, probably. Let me ask her. <laughs> why are you waking up? Cause she's saying they're noisy. She's hearing oh. the spirits. They're noisy. They're waking her up. Okay. Um, so do you want them to go away? Yes. She wants them to come during the daytime. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. So I can do that. I will get them out of her room and ask them to um, be quieter and ask some of them to stay away. So what I'm doing now is uh, they all heard me say that. So they're filing out. They're, so when I walk in the room, are there windows that are straight back and to the right in her room? Yes. Okay. So I see them going out of that corner. So if I'm standing at her doorway, that right far corner is kind of like a portal and they're going out there. Um, Okay. So there's a chair that I would say would be kind of a comfy chair in the, in the family room or living room. Yeah. I don't know that it's a recliner. It kind of looks like it could be a recliner. Yeah, kind of I know thing. exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay, your dad's hanging out there. Your dad went and uh, sat there. Uh, okay, and is there a couch that's that's kind of uh, perpendicular to it? Uh-huh. Okay, so your grandparents sat on the couch. Mm. So I, I don't see them leaving, but everybody else has left. Okay. Uh, all right, let me close up that portal. All right, and... So Penelope, does she go by Penelope? Yeah, or P. P. So P, can you just sleep through the night if they're not going to wake you up with a noise? Yes. What do you need to sleep through the night? She tell me she's cold. Does okay. she come get in bed with her parents by herself? Um, no, they usually just all sleep there. Okay, because it's too it much of a hassle. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too much of a hassle with her getting up and having to go get her out of bed and all that yeah. jazz. So she all wakes right. up. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Okay. So uh, when I'm seeing, does she sleep in those footed pajamas with the zip zipper that goes all the I, way up? Yeah, most of the time. Okay. I think but not she, all needs the time. To, she needs to be in those to stay warmer and she'll sleep okay. better. She's telling me that okay. she's cold. Okay. She wakes up too because she's cold. And, uh, gosh, I had Jonathan in one of those, I think, till he was five. Lucy you know, still just, wears them. They're they amazing. They just make bigger, bigger sizes. Yeah, yes. they're great. They're great. People yeah. that have babies that can't get them to sleep, I go, go yeah. get those jammies. Zip up <laughs> jammies with the feet. They're blanket um, jammies, I think they call them. And is so. anybody turning on her lights in the morning or at night? Or is that just a weird yeah, thing? That would that would be your dad. Oh, the little turd. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Did it happen before he died? No. Yeah. It's your dad. But her grandma died too recently, so she wasn't sure if it was her grandma or if it was my dad or dad. It's your dad. He's 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 um, looking like he's a prankster to me. The look on his Uh face. (laughs) And so, would he do something like that as a prank, being a prankster? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's what he's doing. So. So. Um, teach them, Allie, how to talk to these spirits, and okay. I would teach them or, or suggest to them, or maybe you can do this, that talk to P about how she can talk to them as well. Okay. And, and you know, because you've called in before, you know how to do this, but for mm-hmm. those of you who haven't heard this before, you want to just ask your deceased loved one a question in your head or make a statement or just have a conversation with them. And the first thing that comes into your mind, Allie, as fast as you can snap your fingers is going to be their answer. And if you think about something for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain 
talking to you. And I think little people, we can teach them to do that when they're little. And so it just becomes second nature to them. And then mm-hmm. they can use they can use these deceased loved ones and their spirit guides to help give them information and help guide them in their lives. And when she gets a little older, you can suggest that she preface a question if she's asking one, if she's asking for advice, to, to preface it with, is it in my best interest too? Mm-hmm. And, and then she can get some divine guidance from that, Perfect. from all these spirits that are around her. But, but I think it's like you, you hear about little kids learning multiple languages at the same time when they're teeny. Yeah. This is the same thing. This is just another language. It's a non-physical language. It's a high vibrational language. Mm-hmm. And so she can learn that, learn that as easily as she can learn French or Spanish or Mandarin or whatever. Okay. So does that help? It does. Thank you. So many answers. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> well, enjoy your you. book, guys, and go Thank Bucks. Thank you. Hopefully yes. You Beat Michigan. Sorry, Michigan listeners. <laughs> but, um, so we've got that going, and then and then we'll uh, we'll regroup and and see what's going on. And Alabama Auburn's this weekend down here too. My second okay. favorite team, Alabama. So that'll be a big game mm-hmm. as well. So, well, enjoy the family, enjoy your Thanksgiving, and thanks so much for calling. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye now. Okay. Our next caller is Kathy. Hi, Kat. Hi, Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Good. Katie knew it was you. She was sleeping in in her bed, and she... Heard me get on the phone with you, and she crawled up right next to me. She's listening in. <laughs> Katie, oh, the cat. <laughs> Katie the cat. She's our show's mascot. Yep, well, good. How are things? I tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, Dayton, Ohio. Dayton. This is an Ohio group tonight. And what's <laughs> happening up there? How's your dad? Um. Okay. He's um. He's having more um. With his dementia, he's having more um. He's getting more restless and kind of, you know, difficult to to handle. So they're trying to adjust his medications to kind of keep him calmer because um, he can't go to respite care at hospice to give my mom a break occasionally unless he's able to be under control. So so they're trying to get adjust his medicine and get him back. But he's still hanging in there. Bless his heart. Good. Still hanging in there. You know. Good for him. He's a trooper. Goodness. He's he just not ready to go yet. He's everybody. If you haven't heard Kathy call in before, her dad, Jack, has been dying for several months and he's in the final stages of transition. And so we keep waiting for him to pass. But are you going to be with them for Thanksgiving, Kath? Probably not. Probably the day after. Okay, good. Unfortunately. So, but, um, but yeah, definitely we'll be up there soon. And and uh, we'll get to see my my sister and the new grand her new my sister's new grandbaby, who I've oh, only seen what? a few times before. So it's fun to have a new baby in the family. Yes, it sure is. You you get to watch him do tricks, and I always tease people and say, "Don't you wonder what you did for entertainment before this child was born?" Because <laughs> people just sit around and watch them, and and it's so fun, and and uh, you know, cracks everybody up. So, well, did you have a question for me this evening? I do. It's Maybe kind of a weird question, but maybe not. Instead of a missing person, this is a missing pet, and it's not Katie, obviously. Um, okay. It's a farm that I just left. Yeah. Um, my There were a bunch of cats there, and one of them, yeah. uh-oh, she just got down. She doesn't want to hear about the cats. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so this cat's name is Opie, 
and oh. he's he's a buff colored um well, he's not a tabby really, but he kind of looks like an orange tabby, but buff color, you know, like a okay. tan. Um, yeah. And he's he's deaf, so he's been deaf not since birth, but shortly after. So he can talk a little bit, but he and I just had a mad love affair. Like the first time we saw each other, like it was like he and I just couldn't get enough of each other. And oh. he just adores me. So I just found out that three days ago he disappeared. And, you know, the farm is a farm and there's there's like, coyotes and all that out yeah. there so we're a little concerned that he got eaten so i just thought I'm yeah just, I'm i'd not, rather know I than just, not know i just asked the question kathy if he's still alive and i gotta know um, i think a coyote got him yeah that would be my guess because there's a lot of them out there i'm getting a yes on that so mm-hmm. uh so sad. yeah he's only four years old yeah but his little spirit okay. can be around you now as you I know he's He's my buddy. I mean, he and I just adore each other. I mean, just oh, just adore him. So it's sad, but I'm glad he's okay. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's good to know. You are most welcome. And enjoy your holiday and enjoy your time with your, your parents and especially your dad. Yeah, I will. Thanks, Julie. You have a good Thanksgiving, too. Thank you. Bye, Kath. Bye. Bye. All righty. Our next caller, I believe, is Brent. Hi, Brent. Hello, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, sir? I'm good. Good. What's happening? Tell everybody where you're calling from. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm calling from uh, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and right. uh, I'm hoping you check in on, on my mother-in-law, Rita, again. Uh, yeah. Seems to be kind of um, hanging out. <laughs> okay. So tell everybody, give everybody an uh, update and, and a little bit of a brief overview for those that didn't hear when you called in a few weeks ago. All right. So actually it's been, I think two weeks ago now uh, when I called the first time um, she was uh-huh. in stage seven of passing. Okay. Um, she, she came out of her illness, if you will, give her, everyone the, you know, the proverbial, I'm getting better, you know, take her out of hospice, put her there or whatever. And then, and then crashed, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's been pretty much in that crash position for a few days now. And I'm like, Okay, what what's wrong? But you know, um, it's 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 becoming a a, a, a bit of a, um, a issue for my wife and other family members. So I was kind of curious as to what it's becoming an issue. How? Well, they they they're they're, they're staying with her all the time. They're waiting for her to pass. She's on drip constantly, and yeah. it's just emotionally draining on them. They're 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 just sitting there waiting, and. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. That's so hard. Uh, okay. So what I'm going to do, Brent, is I'm going to get her, get you on my radar, and I'll connect to her. Remind me of her name again. Rita. Rita. That's right. I was going to say Rachel. No, it was an R word. Okay, Rita. All right. So laser beam heading from me here in Sweet Home, Alabama, and it is heading to you, Northwest in Oklahoma. Okay, got you. Okay, now it's bouncing to Rita. It went east of you as I'm looking at a map. Is she east of you? Yes, she's she's in a foreign country. Oh, where is she? She's in Wales. Wales? Holy mackerel. That's really east of you. Wow. Yeah, isn't that funny? Okay. All right. Because I watch, I see a, if, if it's somebody in the U.S. 
that I'm connecting to. I'll see a map of the U.S. and I'll watch this laser beam come from Alabama and it'll go directionally and hook into wherever the person is. And, uh, and then yours just started going east a long way. And I thought, well, where in the heck is this woman? And if I'm talking to somebody, say, in South Africa or Australia or someplace in Europe, Again, I'll watch my laser beam come from my body in Alabama or if I'm out of town, wherever I am, and then it'll go, it'll go across oceans. And it's, crazy. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. So, but it works. So what the heck? All right. So here we go. Rita. All right. What are you doing? Yeah. She's in phase nine now, Brent. Uh, all right. So phase nine. Everybody, what we're talking about is the 12 phases of transition, and those are are what happens to all of us when we're dying, and it's how our spirit exits our body, how we have angels and deceased loved ones around us, and even deceased pets, and how angels... Their config, the configuration of angels changes as somebody gets closer and closer to death. And there are graphics for all of these phases on my website, askjulieryan.com. And I encourage you to go, go look at it. Not, you can look at it even though you don't hopefully have anybody that's close to you that's dying. Because it's going to happen to all of us at some point, And it's going to happen to all of our loved ones at some point. And I find that it, it brings comfort to people. Wouldn't you agree, Brent, on that? Oh, absolutely. That it, that it, you know, when we know our loved one's dying, but they're surrounded by angels and their deceased parents and grandparents and deceased pets and all of that, it's, you know, it's very comforting. So in, in phase nine, what it looks like is the spirit exits the body through the top of the head and it hangs on to the top of the head and it looks like a bubble. I equate it to the bubble that holds a cartoon caption in a cartoon. If you look at a cartoon and the, that's where the words are. And I think, I think Brent, what this is is when people with near death experiences talk about going through the tunnel. That seems to be something that's pretty universal is people talk about, yeah, I traveled through this tunnel. And I think that's what's happening is they're exiting their spirits coming from their feet and it's exiting up through the top of their head through a portal. And then it hangs on as the person's dying. And then there's a circle of angels that opens up into various stages of a horseshoe and eventually into a straight line at the patient's foot. And her line of angels right now, Brent, at phase nine is in, in a really very mild horseshoe, almost, you know, really transitioning to a straight line. And then her parents' spirits are at her feet. Her mother's at her left foot. Her father's at her right foot. And then there are lots of family and friends' spirits that are there to welcome her as well. I call this the Welcome to Heaven Committee. So um, she is surrounded by angels and her deceased loved ones. Okay, so... People can go through these phases in days, weeks, months. Some, I haven't heard of anybody lasting years necessarily, but uh, but she's been dying for how long, Brent? Well, at this point, it can have to be a few weeks. I mean, I mean, long term, it's been a long time. I mean, she's been very ill for a while. Uh, okay. Not like this, though. I um, mean, she she collapsed like I think it's been about three weeks now, may, maybe you know two and a half weeks. Okay. So it's been 
it's been pretty dire, so to speak, if you will, for a while. So she's in the equivalence of hospice over there. You said she's on a drip. I assume it's a morphine drip. Correct. I, I, actually, I don't know if she's in a hospice or if she's in intensive care. I, I, the communications are sketchy, obviously. It's overseas and expensive. Um, yeah. But she's, she's on a permanent, permanent, she, they're, you know, they're waiting for her to pass. She's on the drip. Yeah. Yeah. They've done all that, that science, you know, stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm just kind of, kind of curious as to, you know. All the science stuff. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's the preserving of the body. I mean, it's the body. I mean, she's, as you know, yeah. I'm, no, she's not feeling it. It's the body they're keeping quiet so right. people like right. can don't, don't be upset. I mean, I, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. That, that's not trying to be, not trying to be, you know, mean about it. It just, it's, it's a machine and the machine's failing and. Yeah. Right. And her spirit's out of her body. So I can't get a medical read on her because oh, right. the, yeah. Yeah, the I know that. spirit is, uh, that's the energy source that really <laughs> powers the body. And, and the thing that's so interesting is that when the spirit detaches from the body, uh, the body dies because the body doesn't have any power to work off of anymore. But right. there are always three questions that I ask everybody who's dying, Brent, and I, I'd like to ask them to read us. So are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Oh. She's saying no. She's not ready to go. Was she? Did she say yes last time? Yes, she did. Okay, she's saying no this time, which, as Kathy will tell you, happens all the time. Her dad's been going back and forth for months, so she's saying <laughs> no. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need, my family? Okay, so your family's with you. Uh, is there anything special you need from them? Does she have, she's calling it a comforter, but she's showing me some kind of an Afghan or blanket that she has kind of a throw, you know, how people will keep it on a couch or in a room, a TV room, and they'll cover up with it when they're laying on the couch watching TV. Does she have something like that at her home that you know of that, she used all the time, perhaps has been with her a long time. She's telling me yes. So if you can get that information to your wife, she would like to have that in the hospital. Absolutely. With her. Okay, so I would call it an Afghan. Sometimes they're knitted or crocheted. Right. And, uh, and so she's asking for that. Um, and it's interesting because it may, have, it may be a family piece. So there, she's she's basically leading me to believe that there's some sentimental value to it. Okay. No so problem. your wife, your wife may know exactly what she's talking about. Yeah, that's I, that's what I'm thinking. One of those will know for sure that that item. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, awesome. that's all she's asking for at this point. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much so. for that. I hope that helps. Yeah. Well, so you're going to have Thanksgiving with friends or family or? <laughs> um, actually, it'll probably be me and my son at Golden Corral. Uh, I was going to say, are you going to Waffle House? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not that brave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Golden Corral will have a great spread, I'm sure. Yeah, I figure if I'm going to indulge, I'll go there and, and just you know, graze for a couple hours and, and roll me out. 
There you go. Well, wonderful. All right. Well, I'm sorry that you're apart from your honey, but uh, she is where she needs to be, it sounds like, and and I'm glad that it's all working out, and, and Godspeed, Miss Rita. What I'll do for her, Brent, is I do this exercise, exercise called a walk to heaven, and I've done this with Kathy's dad, Jack, and I've done it with other callers' dads and certainly people who, who um, contact me privately. I'll do it with them. And, it's, and it shows the person who's dying what's going to happen when their spirit separates from their body. And we, it's kind of like we do a dress rehearsal of what happens when they go to heaven. So it takes any fear. She, I just asked her, are you ready? To, are, you, are you afraid to die? And she's telling me yes. So... That's probably why I'm getting that I need to do this walk to heaven exercise with her because I find so many times that people are afraid to die primarily because what we've been indoctrinated with through our religions and our cultures and, you know, about hell and purgatory and all this other stuff. And, uh, and none of that exists. So it's all been used to control the masses over the millennia by uh, institutions and governments and and uh, well, entities like that. That's kind of odd. My mother-in-law is actually something of a psychic and, and was, was you know, we didn't practice quite like you do. However, she was yeah. quite aware of, of such um, energies and, and realms and things. So I'm kind of, kind of surprised at her sudden cold feet. <laughs> well, sometimes it, it's really amazing. The, one, the people that we think are going to be the least likely to be afraid end up being the most likely to be afraid. And I've had that happen several times with, not necessarily with psychics, but with people who are, are very spiritual and very religious. And one was even a nun one time that I worked with, and she was scared to death to die. I mean, pardon <laughs> the pun, but so afraid. Right. And then another, another person was my Aunt Irene, who I swear had a hotline to heaven. That woman would pray for something, and it would happen within <laughs> a really short period of time. And she, was, she lived in Kansas City, and I flew in for 12 hours or something to see her as she was dying in the hospital. And I walked in the room, and she grabbed my hand, and she said, you, I'm so afraid to die. You have to tell me what's going to happen. And, and I did. And then she was okay, and she passed not too long thereafter. So sometimes it's the ones that we least expect have the hardest time with it. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Well, I hope that information helps. Get her, get her her blankie. Okay. Will do. Okay. Thanks, right, Brandon. Thank you very much. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, 
altogether no space at checkout and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M Minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All right. We do this show, everybody, every Thursday night, unless it's the night before Thanksgiving, which today we're doing it on Wednesday night, but normally it's every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can find this information a bunch of different places. First of all, go to AskJulieRyan.com, my website, scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and you'll see all this call-in information. It's got all the different time zones and everything. Second place is wherever you download podcasts, it's in the show notes. So you scroll up, scroll down in the show notes, which is a little bit about what we covered in any given week, any given podcast, and this call-in information is there. It's also... I send out a blog every Thursday morning or, this, or for instance, this morning I sent it out because we're doing the show tonight, but whatever day we're doing the show, I'll send out a blog. It's a question that somebody has submitted online and in the body of the email, we'll have all of this call and information. It acts as somewhat of a reminder. And then lastly, I always post something on the day of the show being recorded on social media, in particular, Facebook, Ask Julie Ryan, and also on Instagram, Ask Julie Ryan. So, you know, friend me on Facebook, friend me or whatever you call it on Instagram, and you'll see those notices come up and it'll say, okay, call in and ask your question and that kind of thing. Also, when you're on my site, sign up for a private session and you'll just see a little button that says book your book your session and then we'll have a whole hour to do whatever talk about whatever you want to talk about i tell people i'm a businesswoman who does woo woo and i'm a buffet of psychicness <laughs> so what that means is we can scan you energetically for medical stuff scan your pets scan your loved ones with their permission. I always ask telepathically. We can um, talk to deceased loved ones. We can see how close to death somebody is. We can do all of those things. Look for ghosts in little girls' rooms like we did with Penelope. All of those different things. And it do past life stuff. That's fun too. And then we'll um, we'll go from there. And, and it makes it really interesting and informative and, and really normally lots of fun too. So so consider doing that. All right. Speaking of questions that have been submitted online, here's one. And this comes from Sue. And Sue lives in Wayzata, Minnesota. And she said, hi, Julie. Could you please tell me about my guides and if my deceased friend has any messages for me? Will he come back to me in this life? Thank you. And here's my response. Hi, Sue. In order to answer your questions, I connected to you. That's what I'm talking about when I see a laser beam go directionally and hook into somebody. I connected to you and through you with your spirit guides and your deceased friend. You have seven spirit guides, each initially appearing as a version of Father Time. And I had in parentheses, Picture the Dumbledore figure in the Harry Potter movies or Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings movies. When I focus on them individually, they then morph into a figure representing a lifetime that correlates with something happening in your life. And how spirit guides show up to me, everybody, as I just mentioned, is they all look like a different version, various versions of Father Time. And they're in a horseshoe behind the person they're guiding. 
for lack of a better word. So the main spirit guide is always the spirit guide that's to the person's right. So they stand at the person's right shoulder. And in this case, for Sue, I said, your main spirit guide showed himself in camouflage army fatigues and wore a helmet. He, his name was Captain John Kelly, and I said not to be confused with General John Kelly, the current chief of staff to President Trump. Rather, this Captain Kelly was an army ranger who led a troop of soldiers in the Mekong Delta of Vietnam in 1967. And he had a lot to say. So I get all this information from the spirit guide when I'm talking to them telepathically directly. So he went from looking like Dumbledore, turned into this army guy, and he had one of those helmets on that had little fake branches coming off of it. So I could tell he was in the, in the probably the woods or the forest or the jungle or something. And then when he told me Mekong Delta, Vietnam in 1967, that was in the height of the Vietnam War. The Mekong Delta was an area that was very swampy, had a lot of um, a lot of jungly kind of vegetation. And it, and if I remember correctly, it was a bunch of little islands and rivers. But I just remember it was really swampy. So Captain Kelly is advising you to be prepared, be on alert, to transgress obstacles, and understand the mission at hand. He's helping you do your due diligence and know the facts about situations you encounter. He wants you to imagine different scenarios of a task before you engage. Steps, success will be yours. And then I said, does this make any sense to you? Do you see a connection with Captain Kelly's advice and what's currently happening in your life? Obviously, his advice was delivered in the the verbiage and tone of somebody who was a military person in the in the lifetime that he's utilizing those, that lifetime's experiences to advise Sue. So it'll be interesting to see if she comes back and tells us if it does correlate. I'm sure it does, but she, you know she'll have to tell us how. And then I went on to say to learn more about Captain Kelly and your other guides, please schedule a private session with me at AskJulieRyan.com. That way we'll have a whole hour to to learn about and converse with any and all of your spiritual advisors. Lastly, your deceased friend has already come back to you, just in non-physical form. He wants you to know he's always around you. Hope this information is useful. So thanks, Sue, for your question, and, uh, and I hope that information helps. I'll be, I'll be interested to hear what she has to say about this Army Ranger guy who is, um, is one of her main, is her main spirit guide right now. So let's go back to the phones, and I believe our next caller is Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Where are you calling us from? Columbus, Ohio. Columbus. Go Buckeyes. See, this is all, this is all divinely guided <laughs> on the week, on the two days before the, the Ohio State Michigan game. The when game, I, yeah. And I'm, and I'm a third generation graduate of the Ohio State University and my nephews graduated from there. So we've had four generations of our family there and, and everybody, if you're not a football fan, I understand, but this is the big game between yeah. Ohio State yeah. and Michigan. Yeah, yeah, we That's don't. We game. don't. The letter M is not allowed here. 
right now. <laughs> and what's, what's really funny, Gretchen, when I was a really little girl, my granddad, Ryan, graduated from Ohio State in pharmacy. He was a pharmacist. And he used to parade me out. I mean, I'm talking three years old, four years old. He used to parade me out at his parties and make me sing a song that, um, said, we don't give a damn for the whole state of Michigan because we're from Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> well, I'm sure you've heard that song, but I thought, I oh my God. I song very well. <laughs> they, they have me on home movies doing that. So I was, you know, I was, I was singing my little heart out for my granddad, which is hilarious. Yeah. I'm sure it was That's probably awesome. for the Ohio State-Michigan game. So anyways, you got a question for me? I do. So uh, my grandmother passed away. Um, I think it was about nine. Um, my grandma, Ruthie. And I just always wonder if she's with me or around to see what's going on. She is absolutely with you. I got a yes before your question was even out. So do you want me to pull her in and then you can ask her some questions? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So you were nine when she died or she died I think nine years ago? I was about nine. I was about, no, I was about nine. I was in fourth grade. Okay. I think I was about right. nine years old. And you're getting for Clemp, So you were really close to her, weren't you? I was. Yeah. She lived okay. with us. She was the okay. person who helped tell. take care of us. Yeah. I can tell you're getting a little weepy here. Um, <laughs> and you know, and that's so common, Gretchen, during the holidays. It, and I, I, I know when I decorate for Christmas and I bring in all these pictures, I have lots of framed Christmas pictures of my family that I use to decorate. And and I, it brings back such memories. And sometimes I, I get choked up just by looking at the picture, you yeah. know, remembering those times. So I think that's very, very natural and normal. And Okay, Grandma Ruthie. Grandma Ruthie, she's standing at your right shoulder. That's where they always stand when I see them, when they appear. Okay. And um, are you a mom? I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's saying you're a wonderful mother. <laughs> How sweet is that? She's with That's you all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's with you all the time. Um, do you have two children? It's me. You have three. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. She's telling me that you're okay. So tell me, do you have two girls and a boy? What do you have? I have two boys and a girl. I have a sixteen-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a three-year-old. Three-year-old boy, sixteen-year-old boy, and a seven-year-old girl. All right. She's talking about the little ones. Then that's this is what makes sense. Okay. okay. Because your sixteen-year-old, she's talking about the little ones because she's talking about your two little kids. That's why I said, do you have two kids? So that's where that's coming from. All right. So what about her two little kids? She's just, she's saying you're just magnificent with them. Um, (laughs) Kind, patient. uh, She said you're really good at uh, fostering their imaginations. (laughs) So... I don't know what you're doing with them, but that's that's a good thing. You know, Einstein used and to say... just let them be them. <laughs> yeah, Einstein said he'd much Ew. rather have a student with an imagination than one that was book smart. Because yeah. the, the imaginations solve problems and, you right. know, and create new things. So, okay, questions for her. I just, I, I just want to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing with my family. Oh, she's saying absolutely. 
She, she's but using I'm the word magnificent again. She said you're magnificent. She keeps saying you're magnificent with those little kids. So my guess is, you know, our, I only have one. I have stepchildren, but I only have one child yeah. that, I, that I birthed. He's my spawn, I tell him. Yeah. Um, but, but my friends that have more than one child, they, they, you know, the first kid's kind of like practice. And then you figure right. out what to do with the rest of them. Yeah, she's saying you're doing a magnificent job, especially with the little ones. So my guess is you probably are more relaxed and have the opportunity to, to maybe, I don't know, do things differently with the yeah. little ones. Okay. Yeah. Does, make Does that make easier. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. Another, another question. I just, my, so my, my daughter has a, a different dad than my other children and he okay. is actually um, in ICU right now. And I just want to make sure she, my grandma, if she'll be with him and just watch over him and, that we make the right decision for our daughter when it comes to him, that she's with my daughter as well. Will she stay with her and help through that? She's with your daughter. She has not been with your daughter's dad, but she says she can go check in with him. Okay. So she can do that, but, but she says that she's with you and your kids all the time. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she's with you all the That's time. Perfect. So, yeah, so I hope that helps. <laughs> no, and, it does. Absolutely, uh, it helps. Yeah, it absolutely and, helps. That's, that's I always wonder. Like, I always worry that she's not with me or... Right. I don't know. But now that... I you, always, heard me, you heard me earlier, Gretchen. I would hope that you just talk to her in your head. And the first thing yeah. that pops into your mind, into your brain, is her answering you or her conversing with you. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's your brain answering you. So you can talk to her, teach your kids, teach the little ones especially how to do this, teach your teenager how to do this. And if her dad does pass, you'll be able to teach her how to do that and communicate with yeah. her dad. Okay. Perfect. So, Perfect. All right. Let her well, know that I have her wooden spoon always. <laughs> Okay. Well, she heard you. So I don't okay. need to do that. She heard you. So, well, thanks for calling in. I, I'm going to take you. one more caller and the time we have left. And I hope your Thanksgiving is terrific. And, and, uh, Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. All right. And our last caller is Nick. Hi, Nick. Hi. How are you, Julie? I'm well, thanks. We've got a little over eight minutes left, so you get to be our caboose. You get to be the finale. <laughs> well, fantastic. Yeah. Where are you um, calling from? I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio as well. So, go Bucks. Um, and go I Bucks. am, uh, yes, go Bucks. And I'm actually the previous caller's husband. Oh, great. Okay, Gretchen's husband. Yes, yes. Okay. So, um, this week has been extremely. Um, <clears throat> stressful i guess and uh and more or less um life-changing for um our entire family um as she stated um our my stepdaughter her seven-year-old daughter um her father was in a horrific accident uh with his brother last friday and um so it's been um it's just been a blur basically this last week or so um and so i guess my thing as um, as the stepfather, um, uh-huh. and my role and responsibilities, um, in this brand, Brandon is, is her, um, is her dad's name. Um, he and I actually have a, uh, 
a very special um, relationship. It, um, it didn't start off that way, but we got there very quickly um, because of him and his, uh, uh-huh. his willingness to be selfless and said, hey, let's do what's best by this child and put our differences aside. And that turned from respect very quickly into um, an actual friendship and, and, and probably even more so is, is almost family. Um, right. So I have all the respect in the world for Brandon. And uh-huh. I guess my concern is um, I, I feel like everybody kind of has a uh, maybe a little bit of false sense of hope with this. I, I uh-huh. believe that he's probably hanging on more or less um, right now and doing very well um, to save a lot of the family some pain um, because uh-huh. the holiday is right here. Uh-huh. But I think the inevitable is probably more around the corner. Okay. Um, my father passed recently, so I, I'm, I'm aware. I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, you know, I know there's a better side on the on, on the back end of this, um, but I need to know if, you know, we're good and if I'm going to be able to honor him um, in trying to fill his shoes, which I'll never be able to do. Um but just kind of where we stand, you know, I guess is my biggest thing and, and, and kind of how much time do I have or do we have with him? Okay. So when you said, how can I honor him? What came into me was you already do, meaning you already are honoring him uh, by being such a good stepdad to his little girl. The other thing, as far as how much time you have with him future stuff, Nick, you can't predict it because there's right. so many variables. Um, well, you know, is, there are a million dates in. Yes, I can. Absolutely. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect from you to him and then we'll see what I'm getting. All right. Laser beam heading to you and Columbus got you. Okay. Heading south of you kind of like, South is. Is she, where is he? Is he's in the hospital? Yeah. He's actually okay. just north of me, but yeah, but within the okay. vicinity. All right. So it's going a little bit south of you. Um, my laser beam did. And let me, what's his name? Brandon Covan. Brandon. Okay. All right. So got him. Yeah, he's close. He's in phase 11 now. Of 12. So go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, pull up the 12 phases of transition. You'll see a graphic of it. Phase 11 is right before they exit. So let's ask him the three questions. Are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? My family. That's pretty typical, Nick, what I get when somebody's dying. Is there something that I can do specifically for him? Uh, he wants, he wants his little girl to come see him. Okay. That's that's been our biggest thing is, is we didn't know if he wanted her there or not. And I've been the one I brought her there. She wanted to come see him so bad. And so many people said, no, don't bring her, don't bring her. And she insisted on it. And it it took us 20 minutes to walk down the hallway. And I told her whatever speed you want to go and wherever your comfort level is. But that was one of my big things is I felt like she needed to be there. And I, felt like he needed her to be there, but I didn't, I wasn't sure if I was doing the right thing or not. So, um, so that that makes me feel good. I think adults, we think that we're sparing little children 
from seeing horrific things, certainly if it, the accident or if there's a lot of blood and guts right. or whatever. But, but even when, even when a loved one's in the hospital, um, yeah, it's pretty sterile. I mean, they, they may have tubes right. and stuff. And she's wires, she's but, an old soul, too. She was the one that told yeah. us, she goes, you know, besides all that stuff and all that's going on, my daddy's there. You know, he's inside there. Exactly. So, you exactly. know, and she, she's so, so smart. Um, in regards to her also, and this is kind of, um, you know, she, she's so special to me and always has been since the day I met her. It was just, we just had, we've always had a special bond. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I, she's my little hero. You know I mean? Honestly, I've learned more from her than, than she does for me any, every day. Um, but she's, she's always, within the last couple of years, she's developed this sense of fear. Um, and I don't know what that is. And, and she can't, that's the one thing I can't crack with her. Um, and I don't know, you know, I don't know what that is. Is that something that you were able to kind of see and, or, or give me an idea of what I could do to maybe um, help free her of that? Or if that's something that's, you know, been a seed that's been yeah. planted with her well, or what? What I'd prefer, Nick, is call in another time, like call in next okay. week and ask me that question again when we have more time, and I'll take you first, and we can spend okay. more time on it. What I'm getting for you to know to help her get through this with her dad is uh-huh. talk to her about angels, talk to her about about deceased loved ones, that kind of thing. Your daddy's surrounded by angels. You may want to consider getting one of those graphics from the 12 phases of transition, perhaps phase three, where it's a circle of angels. And yeah. um, and it, it, talk to her about that, because little children are still, as I mentioned with Allie, our first caller, little children are still very, very, very connected to the spirit world. Right. It will help her process this. Yeah, Allie's then, my sister, so we, did, we discussed oh, this yeah, in, in, in depth here just today, okay. so that makes then, perfect sense. And then also, I would suggest that you teach her how she can talk to his spirit, okay. like what we were just talking about, um, right. like what we did with your wife's grandmother, Ruthie, her grandma, Ruthie, that y- yeah. you can talk to him in your head, you can talk to him out loud. I tell people, especially adults, you probably don't want to be talking out loud to yourself in a crowd of people who feel nuts. But, I do it all the time, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, certainly, you know, carrying on a big conversation, they're going to want to lock you up. But I, I'm going to need to let you go her. because I'm out of time. Nick, I'm out Julie, of time. I will, we'll do a private one. Thank you so much. Okay. You are so right. welcome, and good luck with Brandon, and, and I hope you guys manage to enjoy some of Thanksgiving with all of this going on as much as you can. We will be and, there together. Uh, okay. Thanks for calling. Good Thanks, luck. Julie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, we are out of time. I hope you all have just a terrific holiday. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, for tuning in, for telling your family and friends about the show and, and asking them to participate and, and for buying my book, Angelic Attendance. All of you that have bought my book, I really appreciate it. And uh, call us next week on Thursday. And in the meantime... Enjoy time with family and go Bucks and roll tide. So take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.